You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Portland Mayor Terrible Ted pepper sprays a man who refused to back off while he was filming Ted. Oh, the peaceful videographers get pepper sprayed. That's the first article. Second article I'm going to read, Shama Sawant gets scolded by a man in the grocery store. Not everyone agrees with your policy, Shama. That's what we're going to do today. If you guys are new here, my name's Sean Reynolds. I'm a real estate guy. I read the news. It's what we're doing. Let's jump on in. Thank you for those who sent these articles. You guys are doing a great job of sending me stuff. I almost don't have to do my own research anymore. It's like, oh, that's a good one. Oh, I'm, I'm just cherry picking articles. You guys, are, you guys are doing great. Thank you so much. This is from KATU, local network in Portland, Oregon. Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler told police he pepper sprayed a man who had been filming him on Sunday evening after the man allegedly refused to back away when he was getting into his car. So the guy's following Mayor Ted around. Ted has had some incidences in the past. He had to move out of his condo because the peaceful protesters, they came and they weren't so peaceful. And Mayor Ted was like, ah, I'm so sorry. I got to go. I got to leave. Sorry, all businesses and other owners of condos in this project. You guys are going to have to stay and just deal with these nut, these fruitcakes. That's how it goes. But I'm out of here because people don't like me and oh, I'm, I'm not a good influence and got to go. A Portland police report states that Wheeler was at the Hillsdale McMinimums. I can never say that name. It's a it's a restaurant, right? Pub with former mayor Sam, Sam Adams when the incident occurred. So he's with former mayor. They're just. Oh, I wonder what. I wonder how that conversation went. Hey, how was it when you were mayor? That oh, was really crappy. Nobody liked me. How was it when you were mayor? Ah, about the same. The mayor briefly touched on the incident during a press conference Monday. However, KATU obtained a police report that details his account of the incident. What did Mayor Ted say to the police? What what, what happened here? Inquiring minds want to know, right? We do. Wheeler said he was leaving the pub at about 8 p.m. when he was confronted by a middle-aged white man. No, not the middle-aged white man. Oh, those guys are brutal. Though They are troublemakers. Oh. Middle-aged uh, white man who was recording with his cell phone. Just a random dude trying to be obnoxious recording Mayor Ted, right? According to Wheeler's account, the man said he'd been taking photos of Wheeler while he was, while he was in the restaurant and accused him of being inside without a mask against COVID-19 regulations. Oh, did Mayor Ted break the rules? I don't know. It doesn't seem like it. I've done some investigating. It doesn't look like it. But, you know, you, you never can tell. There might, have been, there might have been something going on here. Wheeler said he was in a covered tent area outside while eating and drinking and didn't have his mask on. That, that's okay. That's all right. Wheeler claims the man who was not wearing a mask, oh, no, not wearing a mask, followed him to his car and refused to back away when he was getting inside. This reminds me a lot of what happens when the peaceful protesters are told by the police, you need to leave the area. You've got to go. Then how does the rest of it go? I became imminently concerned for my personal safety as I had recently been physically accosted in a similar situation. I think the police can pretty much claim that for about every protest, right? I mean, there were a few peaceful ones early on, but most of them devolved into just nonsense that didn't really prove any points at all, yet police still had to deal with just 
unruly people breaking the law. In addition, this is Mayor Ted again, in addition, I was concerned about contracting COVID given that he was right in my face and he was not wearing a face mask. Live in fear, conceal your identity. There you go, Mayor Ted. And this is what Wheeler told the police. After telling the man he needed to back off, Wheeler said he told the man he'd use pepper spray if he did not walk away. This is not unlike what the police tell the peaceful protesters again and again and again and again, right? I mean, they give them about 25 warnings before they do anything, just to be clear. The man remained, so he used the spray. He did what he said he was going to do. The police do what they say they're going to do. Shocking. He seemed surprised and backed off, Wheeler told police. He made a comment like, I can't believe you just pepper sprayed me. I think that's funny. It's like in Superbad, where, you know, the main character, it's that movie with that goofy white kid with the glasses and the curly hair. He's like, I can't believe you did whatever. It's like, oh, no. I mean, it's just so obvious Mayor Ted's going to do this. And this guy, I can't believe you just pepper sprayed me. Well, he said he was gonna, and then he did. So who's the goofball getting pepper sprayed? And to me... To be honest, pepper spray, I have never been pepper sprayed. I have been tear gassed. Um, never direct pepper spray, but pepper spray, I've, I've, I've experienced that around me and I've experienced going to an area that has just had a pepper spray. That stuff is nasty. And if you got a direct shot like in your eye, oh, it would hurt. So I am guessing if he's able to actually say, I can't believe you just pepper sprayed me, he probably didn't get much in his eyes. But Mayor Ted did say he was going to do it and he's a man of 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 his word, right? And he follows through on everything. Gonna pepper spray you. Here we go. Oh, I can't believe he just pepper sprayed me. So that's how that went down. Wheeler said he then tossed a bottle of water to the man so he could wash his eyes and then drove off. Oh man, progressive leadership. You don't care about your fellow human being. You need to make sure that he gets to the hospital. Get some get some milk in his eyes because that's what I see all the peaceful protesters doing. Just dumping, you know, dump a gallon of milk in his eyes. It'll be better. And you you just drove off? You just left him there? Where is your sense of humanity for your fellow human being? Where is your compassion? Just tossing a water bottle at him. I'm surprised it wasn't frozen and you didn't like aim it at the guy's head. That's what you get, you peaceful videographer. <laughs> this is pretty ridiculous, isn't it? Police said they have not been able to identify the man involved in the incident. Of course not. They can never seem to identify anybody, right? I mean, that's what I read in all this stuff. But maybe down the road, they will. But they've got other stuff to work on. Mayor Ted and his peaceful protester or his peaceful videographer, that is not high on their priority list. Nobody really got hurt. Um, but Mayor Ted, what are you doing? You are basically pepper spraying your constituents. Is this a new thing? Are you going to keep that up? Because most of the time, you can work around somebody and not have to pepper spray them. I mean, that, that seems a little drastic, right? Isn't that what the peaceful protesters say about the police when they do their thing? You don't need to use force. Well, maybe you do sometimes, and maybe it's okay. Mayor Ted thinks it's perfectly acceptable to just pepper spray an innocent, peaceful videographer. The guy wasn't really doing anything. Was he maybe getting in the way between Ted and the car? Yeah, that's an issue. You can't really do that. You can't block people from doing that. 
But Mayor Ted whipping out the pepper spray? Oof, I don't know. That's a judgment call. I think we should have an inquiry here. I really do. I think we should analyze it. We need to see if ethics were broken. We need to see if the law was broken. Was the law broken in any, any way here? Because this is violent. This is some real violence coming from the mayor of Portland who claims to do otherwise. I mean, he, he claims to be you know, nonviolent and all this other good stuff, right? The officers who took the report said the bureaus didn't receive a report from anyone who said they had been pepper sprayed at the restaurant. They also searched social media sites for posts about Wheeler and Pepper, but they couldn't find anything. The officers say surveillance footage from the restaurant backs up the accounts of Wheeler and Adams. So I think everybody's on the same page here. This is probably what happened I don't condone, I mean, don't run around and videotape people. I mean, wh what is that going to get you? That's not the brightest idea. But if somebody tells you that they're going to pepper spray you, I'd probably believe them, especially if the guy is holding pepper spray, you know, right up to you and he's going, I'm going to pepper spray you. What would I do? I would probably leave the premises. I wouldn't really be, I I'm not a guy who's going to be confronting somebody with a camera like that. I'd be way off in the back doing that. But, you know, following somebody around, I'm not okay with that. That's not cool. You, you can't be doing that. That's an invasion of privacy. And even if the guy, get, you know, if, if you catch some guy in a restaurant, oh, he's not wearing his mask. Do we really care? No, we don't. Let's all move on with our lives. But these politicians have been just flagrantly, I mean, just doing stuff left and right that doesn't really fit what they're telling their constituents that they need to be doing. So I think that's what's going on. I can't believe you just pepper sprayed me. Oh, my eyes. Oh, they're all cheered up now. They're really red. You pepper sprayed me. I can just see how that goes down. Mayor Ted rolls down his window just a little bit, hurls a water bottle out. There you go, you peaceful videographer. All right, so, so that is that is that one. That is that incident, right? I mean, what do you make of that? I don't know. But next time somebody gets pepper sprayed by a cop, ah, hey, the mayor does it. It's okay. It's all right. I mean, it's not that bad. Pour some milk in your eyes. Man up. It's okay. Mayor Ted does it to people just willy-nilly. He does it to peaceful videographers. I mean, so it's okay. I mean, this is what we're doing. This is Pacific Northwest. We're compassionate with everybody, including mayors, pepper spraying their constituents. All right, so let's move on to the second article. And the second one, it's not nearly as funny. That one I thought was funny because it's like, I mean, it's not funny that Mayor Ted felt threatened. That's not cool. I, I get it. But then he actually followed through on his word to do something, and it ends up with a violent action towards one of his constituents. Mm. I don't know. Again, I think we need to look into that. This is this, That's some deep stuff. Second one here. This is Jason Rance. Watch Seattle voter scold council member Shama Sawant in the grocery store. All right. Again, I'm not okay with people running around and filming politicians. I mean, this Shama Sawant, maybe you don't like her. Maybe you think that her ideology is just nutty and way out there. She differs from what I think. She probably differs from her political ideology, differs from what you think. Yet you, these people got to be able to get their groceries too. And you might say, no, they don't. Screw them. Okay, that's fine. But in reality, if you really thought about it, if you were somebody who had some different ideologies and you went grocery shopping and people are hammering on you, mm, no, I, I'm not okay with that. I'm just not okay with this one. She's literally looking at some fruit. I mean, she's, 
trying to pick out some fruit. And this guy comes up and basically tells her, well, I don't, I don't need to tell you how it goes. I'm going to read it to you. Seattle's socialist firebrand, Shama Sawant, was confronted by a Seattle voter as she shopped for groceries in her district. She's currently facing a recall from constituents who decry the council member for spending more time on division than unity. The move comes as Sawant and Seattle City Council colleagues have defended radical activists engaged in similar and considerably more direct and threatening activism. Okay, I've got to say that that is correct. Shama Sawant led multiple protests this past summer in one in which she let the peaceful protesters into City Hall Mm. late at night. Mm, Not a good call. But all right, people do stuff and they got to live with their actions. So she's got that going against her. The one that I was not excited about, even though it was against Seattle's mayor, Jenny Durkin, she basically led a protest. Shama Sawant led a protest on the mayor's house. They did a little graffitiing, as the peaceful protesters often do. I mean, again, this stuff, you can't really be doing that on people's houses. I mean, I know we've got the whole take it to the streets, F the police, no justice, no peace. I understand that's your mantra. But when you really go and do that, and then you start going after people in their own homes, at when they're out grocery shopping, when they're eating, and oh, I got you on videotape. Oh, oh you pepper sprayed me. I mean, we're going to make fun of that for a long time, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, just how ridiculous is that? Just the whole thing. And she's Shama Sawan is grocery shopping. Let her grocery shop. I don't care what you say. You might think, ah, Sean, you're being too easy on her. You know, people got to get their groceries. I do find it interesting that I believe she is shopping in a Whole Foods, which is very expensive. Um, now that's interesting. She's not shopping at, I don't know, where's a cheaper place in Seattle? I don't even know, nor do I care. It's just, she's in a very, very nice rest, a very nice uh, grocery store. You can just tell, you look at it and go, oh, that's one of those fancy hoity-toity grocery stores. The Seattle City Council member was in a produce section at a PCC. Sorry, it's PCC. And that is a co-op that's very expensive. It's it's pretty cool. I mean, if you're into the whole organic Whole Foods, you know, you can't buy Diet Coke, you can't buy Monster there because they're bad for you. Therefore, I don't shop there. But PCC, if you're really into your Whole Foods and all that good stuff, then it's a great grocery store and it is expensive. When a man approached her, he scolded her for her policies that the voter argued hurt Seattle. There's a time and a place for that. When somebody's grocery shopping, I'm, I'm not okay with that. It's like, let her get her groceries. Even though I, th- I think it's entertaining, but it's because it is, I don't believe, with Sawant's ideology. But that doesn't mean that people should be following her around and basically scolding her when she's doing daily activities. You might disagree and you might say, well, Sean, I think she deserves it. All right. Yeah, let's spin that around. You've got the different ideology. People are chasing you around. Are you okay with that? Probably not. There's a time and a place for stuff. And guess what? The grocery store, that's not the time, nor is that the place. The man approaches Sawant with a friendly disposition, greeting her by saying, Hey, Sawant, how's it going? Sawant, in kind, responded kindly, asking how he's doing. Pleasantries. She's just, she's shopping for her groceries. While the man's tone doesn't change, his message did. And I've watched the video, and you can watch the video too, if you care enough. I just want to, it's on Jason Rant, 770 KTTH in Seattle. 
I just want to let you know that not everybody and this is what the guy is saying, I just want to let you know that not everybody in District three supports your reckless policies. The man tells her, you chase people out of their houses with your crime rates because of the poverty that you encourage. Oh, that's a pretty good summation of what's going on in Seattle, isn't it? Yeah, okay. All right. Can we directly attribute the crime rates to Sawant alone? No, I think it's a team effort. It takes a team, right? There's no I in team. So <laughs> we can blame a lot of other people for the crime rates going on. How about the mayor? How about uh, how about the governor? Oh, let's just let anything go based on the data and the science. How about the uh, other city council members? I, I think, um, you know, singling her out. All right, she's part of the problem. Yeah, of course. You chase people out of their houses with your crime rates because of the problem uh, because of the poverty that you encourage. Yeah, that is going on. People are like, Oh, geez, I'm going to get out of Seattle. I don't want to be here. This sucks. So are you comfortable? This is what he continues with. So are you comfortable? Are you happy with the job you're doing? Because of a lot of us aren't. A lot of us aren't. So he's making his message known. And that's got it. That's an uncomfortable confrontation. And so Aunt just kind of she retreats and goes back and she's like, Oh, geez, I can't even get groceries today. This sucks. I mean, time and a place for everything. Don't hammer on people in the grocery stores. I mean, you can if you want to, but that's kind of not where I'm at. I understand the message this guy is giving. And I understand there's a lot of Seattleites who would like to say this to her. However, this is not the forum for that. That's my opinion. Take the high road. If other people want to do this kind of crazy stuff, that's fine. Let them do that. That is what they have to live with. Be, be, be the good guy and just, ah, okay, there's Sawant. All right, whatever. Let her do her grocery shopping. Wonder what kind of wonder what kind of apples she likes. What kind of bananas does Sawant go for? I don't know. That's kind of where I'd be and, and just let her do her thing. An uncomfortable Sawant then retreats and the man walks away. She appeared unhappy. Well, I would probably be upset too because she, she was by herself in this. She's a single gal not, I mean, I know she's married, but she's by herself. She's, you know, one person in a grocery store and somebody comes up and starts kind of yapping at her. Ugh, I would probably retreat as well. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Where's this going? This con kind of confrontation, mm, not good. A lot of those don't end well. So she's out of there. Kind of like Mayor Ted was, hey, I'm going to pepper spray you. Ah, I can't believe you pepper sprayed me. This was a marked difference from her attitude after marching a rowdy group of activists to Mayor Jenny Turkin's home for a rally. Yes, it was. Let them do their thing. And if it's outside of the bounds of what we consider reasonable, all right, stay in your lane, do your thing. Don't worry about them. Eye for an eye. Mm, I'm not so much down for that. If you really think that's the way to go, that's your call. But I kind of think, all right, they want to do that nonsense. I'm not going to sink to their level. Don't do it back. It doesn't really benefit anything. Either of these two issues here, some guy just videotaping Mayor Ted, hoping that he's violating some COVID policy. And then this guy kind of coming up and just telling Durkin or telling uh, Savant, yeah, we're not down with what you're doing. And you're driving the crime rates through the uh, roof while you're grocery shopping. I mean, okay. Durkin's address is protected. And we're talking about um, uh, this was a marked difference from her attitude from Sawant's attitude after marching a rowdy group of activists to Mayor Jenny Durkin's home for a rally. But that also was the summer of love. 
You remember that. So it was, I mean, it was a giddy time for the activists. It was sunny out. It was warm. You could be outside in Seattle till 10 in your t-shirt and it'd be fine. Now we're hunkered down for nine or 10 months of just abysmal gray skies, intermittent raining. Maybe we'll get a snowstorm here in Seattle, but it it's big puffy coat time, right? And she, this gal is just trying to get her groceries. And so it's a different time. It's not, it's not fun time in Seattle. It's kind of dismal and it's like, oh yeah, it's great again. If we see the sun in the next month, we'll be like, the sun, there is that yellow ball in the sky. Oh, you will literally see a whole bunch of posts from people in Seattle where they're just like, oh, the sun is out. This is awesome. Durkin's address, Mayor, we're talking about Mayor Durkin. Mayor Durkin's address is protected due to threats she faced as a former prosecutor. And that's why for me, um, Sawant's march with the peaceful protesters on Durkin's home, again, don't do that. That's a no-go. That's a, I, I think that is outside that's outside of the boundaries of reasonable, especially since you know those activists, they just want to, they want to do their shenanigans, right? They want to do a little vandalism, maybe smash some windows, do some of their amazing art slash what others call graffiti. They, they want to do that stuff. Don't march them to the mayor's house. Not a good call. I mean, but then again, that's just me. Sawant didn't care about those concerns. She was interested in making cheap political points. Okay. Yeah, I think so. But I think with the way that somebody like Sawant thinks, she was really doing what she thought was going to make a difference. And guess what? We're talking about it. So in a matter of speaking, she kind of wins. And that's how I see it. That's how, that's how media works, right? We're talking about what she did. She wins. So um, I know, and I know that's kind of a backwards way of analyzing things, but it's the reality in today's media. If you're talking about something, that message got through a lot of other messages didn't, right? So I don't really know what Swan's message is other than socialism is great. And we need to stick it to the man and you know, a lot of other stuff that uh, over the course of history hasn't really panned out. Why did the man confront Sawant? All right, now we're going to get into it. And this is what Jason Rance is saying. I had the opportunity to discuss the issue with the man in the video. All right, Jason. I agreed to keep his identity private after he expressed concern for his safety. Eh. Yeah, I, I would be concerned as well. But the guy's probably, it's probably not his, his, uh, his safety. It's probably like his job or something. Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing videotaping and putting that out there? The very activists who angrily confront lawmakers and others seem likely to get upset with this man for engaging in significantly less egregious conduct. Zawant's cult-like followers can be vindictive. All right, so there's that. Okay, kind of tells you what you're dealing with. You've got some cult-like followers. Cult-like followers, I mean, that kind of sounds like the peaceful people that broke into the Capitol a couple of weeks ago. But they're, though they were not so peaceful, I mean, they did some, oh, whoo-wee. I mean, look at how the media treated them. Mm, not good. And those people are being hunted down. I don't know if you saw the real estate agent, did a podcast on the real estate agent, real estate agent that flew in from Dallas. You know who your realtor is? She's making that statement and uh, breaking into the Capitol building. She did that. She got let go from her position with her brokerage. She started a GoFundMe. 
And uh, platforms basically took her down because they didn't want to deal with that. Nobody wants to deal with their... They don't want to deal with anybody involved with the Capitol because it is not good PR. So there's that, right? And yet you got these guys and they're like, oh, I'm kind of afraid too. So it all goes around. My only objective was to let her know not everyone in Seattle supports her radical agenda, he told the Jason Rant show on KTTH in an email. All right, how about you just email that to her? Take whatever means you need to within the regular channels of communication and go do that. I know it's not going to be nearly as effective. It's not going to make you feel as good as marching into a grocery store and talking about it with her or talking at her, talking to her. And and I know that. But it's kind of like one of those things where you, you think about it and you think this would be so great to be able to do. And then you do it and you're like, oh, Probably not, probably not my best call ever. Now there's a recording of my voice on a video, and Shama Sawant is by herself. I mean, come on. He was shocked to see Sawant in the PCC. It reeked of hypocrisy to him. Sawant has been so critical of gentrification, like developers are the devil. But she has no problem shocking shopping at PCC in the newly developed building. All right, now we're getting somewhere. That is true. But maybe they've got the best produce around. You know what I mean? I mean, you can't get apples like that at Safeway. You can't get apples like that at Kroger. You got to go to the PCC. And so we're going to take our moral dilemma about the whole developers and gentrification. We're going to put that on hold. We're going to go get us the finest produce that there is, finest fruits that there are. We're going to get non-GMO, all that stuff, all that stuff that you see on labeling. Half the time now, when you look at a label in a grocery store, you can't really tell what the product is because it's, you know, it's um, gluten-free, non-GMO, all that stuff that makes it taste so good, right? So if you see that, you just realize it's going to taste horrible. It's going to be good for you, but your dining experience is going to be marginal at best. And I'm just being honest with you. It's going to be marginal at best. And it's also going to be twice as expensive as the same thing that's got a bunch of chemicals in it, because that's just how groceries work, right? So the guy explained, I am also from Seattle. There used to be more shootings in that intersection. Now the area has improved with all the developments talking about the PCC. So it's like, okay, we developed this area, we made it better, used to be a bunch of shootings, now there aren't. And so on is complaining about gentrification, and they all do. Oh, gentrification, it's horrible, horrible. It's just what happens in a marketplace. Things some some areas go get worse, some areas get better, developers put their money into the stuff that's got the highest and best use. That means the greatest return for their capital into the project. Simple as that. All this other stuff. All right. So if you grew up in an area that is being developed, now you live in an area that's being developed. That's kind of how I see it. It's like, all right, is the white man purposely coming in and destroying all of your culture? No, because it's not one big corporation coming in and doing it. It's an area that is ripe for the picking. It's in an area, and there's a lot of areas of Seattle, a lot of areas of Portland, a lot of areas of Tacoma, a lot of areas in San Francisco where this happens on the daily. And that is just the real estate market doing its thing. And a lot of people are like, but that's capitalism. Capitalism is bad. And that's where Sawant is. But 
she's okay with shopping at the PCC because they got good, clean, wholesome food. That's kind of the way I see it. Sawan has been so critical of gentrification like developers are the devil, but she has no problem shopping at PCC in the newly developed building, he explained. I am also from Seattle. There used to be more shootings in that intersection. Now the area has improved with all of the developments. This is going on throughout Seattle, throughout Portland, throughout San Francisco, throughout a lot of cities and towns. Tacoma, it's, it's real estate development. It's areas go through cycles. And guess what? This area is going through a cycle where redevelopment is happening on the willy nilly. It's just Seattle is in a real expansion right now, despite all of this other nonsense going on. The hardcore truth is that there's more buildings going up in Seattle than just about any other city in the United States. The amount of cranes in Seattle is crazy. It just is. And everybody's like, Oh, there's gonna be nobody for those buildings. No, there are. You've got Amazon already there. They're going to come back with their presence. You've got Google. You've got all these other tech companies, Microsoft. I mean, everybody's in Seattle and they need office space and they will come back for it. It's going to take a little bit though. In 2018, the space where this PCC is that this incident happened was supposed to be occupied by New Seasons Market, which I've never heard of, but she used her council position to pr pressure them to jettison their plans. Don't have the new seasons market. She called them anti-union and she demanded a grocery store that will offer affordable home food to our community members. All right. Did that happen? No, you got a PCC. It's really expensive and it doesn't taste that good because of all the non-GMO, gluten-free, caffeine-free, taste-free food. Instead, she got PCC, an expensive grocery store where a pound of chanterelle mushrooms will set you back 13 bucks. My mushroom game is limited at best. I get the white cut up mushrooms for one dish that I make. And that is about the extent of my um, mushroom connoisseur professional opinion. I buy a container of an eight ounce container of cut up mushrooms. And she'll happily shop there at the PCC because they're union. I don't know, are they? Sawan is a fan of the tactic, though usually if it's aggressive. I'm not a fan of this kind of tactic, Jason Rant said, which I told the man and Rantz told the guy, yeah, yeah, not okay with that. And you know what, most of us in, and I throw myself in there very liberally, because I am not really a media guy, but I kind of am in a weird sort of way. So when I throw myself in with like a Jason Rance, I'm kind of like, yeah, you don't, that's not really how you want to go about doing things. But I get it. You're pissed off that you think that crime rates have risen and some of these policies are probably not the, not the best thing for Seattle. And I think a lot of other people are with you on that one. So make sure you vote in the next election. That's the best thing you can do, right? Make your vote count. He was polite, but direct. Jason Rance is talking about the guy who did the scolding of Shawant. He was polite, but direct and certainly not threatening. Still, unlike Democrats, I prefer you don't confront politicians you disagree with politically unless the time and place invites political discussions or you ask the politician if they're open to a dialogue. This guy just kind of yelled at her. Didn't yell at her, but he, he talked to her kind of sternly um, in a nice way, but it was still very clear. And if I was her, I'd back off too. I'd leave the store. It's like crap. And now I got to go to Safeway. Oh, I'm going to get that unhealthy stuff that tastes good. Oh, I didn't want that. I wanted a really healthy apple today. I don't know what she was shopping for. Politicians should be allowed to have personal lives, even those who pursue policies that are destroying the city. <laughs> 
Yeah, I probably couldn't have said it better than that. They should be allowed to have personal lives, even though you might think they are not. But turn it around. If you're one of these people, should you be able to have a personal life? Yeah, it's not going to work out real well because people are going to hammer on you. And that's what's going on here. That's why we're talking about it because it, it, it is an event that did happen. This form of activism recently escalated in Portland. Uh oh, are we tying stories together? Mayor Ted Wheeler felt forced to pepper spray a man who was angrily confronting him. My fear is that it could escalate like that in Seattle. Yeah. I think it could. And that's why I'm covering these incidents. And I'm basically saying I'm not okay with this stuff. But it is entertaining to talk about, right? But I don't advocate either of what these folks did. Hey, go up and videotape and confront them. And let's see. Let's see how they squirm. Let's see what they do. Nah, not okay with that. Still, so want council colleagues and Democratic Party embrace this tactic. All right, let them. Now they'll deal with it being used against them. And I think you're going to see a lot more of this. Sawant helped lead a march to Durkin's home last summer to pressure the mayor to back dangerous policies to defund the police. Sawant's mob vandalized the property after being criticized by the mayor. Sawant proudly defended the tactic, then threatened to fight with even greater unity and determination after being called out. Sawant's council colleague Andrew Lewis condemned the rally at the time, this is last summer, but once marchers visited him at his home, he had a change of heart. He's repeatedly defended mobs of activists who show up at night to harass politicians, even after a member of the group was accused of assaulting a resident who asked them if they could stop disrupting the neighborhood with their late night activism. An assault against a constituent won't get Lewis to turn an out-of-district activist he thinks will keep him on the council. So basically saying, you know, a lot of this stuff is politically driven and they want to stay in office and if they defend these activists, well, okay, well, that's how they got there and that's how they're going to stay. I don't know. That doesn't seem like a very solid um, group of people to rely upon for my vote, but, you know, or desire of a vote, but crazy stuff. And fellow Socialist Council member Tammy Morales defended the tactic too. After an extended visit by a mob at her home, Morales insisted she appreciated the opportunity to listen to what they had to say. And then maybe clean up a little graffiti and, you know, repair some of the vandalism that they often do, which really gets the message out that I don't even know what the message is, right? I mean, break windows, break stuff, spray paint stuff on buildings. That's that's the message that I consistently see coming out of this. So did we cover that? Did we beat this into the ground? I think we did. I think we did. I'm not, I'm, again, these kind of tactics. All right. They're interesting news, but you know, don't go out there and do it yourself. And it doesn't make sense. You don't want to be that guy. That's the bottom line. Be reasonable. Read about it. Laugh about it. Talk about it. Think about it. Don't do it. <laughs> I mean, that's how you stay out of jail, Right. I mean, it is. That's how you stay alive. You get in one of these confrontations, somebody's going to do something nutty, and it's going to go sideways, and somebody will get killed. Guaranteed. I don't want you to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy either. I want to keep doing podcasts here. All right. So that's it for this one. Thanks so much for being here on the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. I will catch up with you guys on the next one. Bye for now. to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.